Hello, hello. You guys, if you've been in my world for a while or for the past couple of months, you know that I am kind of random, right? A little bit spontaneous. I took my family on a road trip for a year. It was very spontaneous. We left our house and just ended up renting it out. Um, and that's kind of a little bit the way I live my life. That's kind of the way I like things to be a little bit um, spontaneous and have a little bit of wild side in it. And that's a little bit how this podcast is going to go too. So it might be a little bit different than what you're used to with a big, beautiful opening and all of the points mapped out, or maybe some podcasts you listen to, you could tell that they've written their whole entire podcast out. This podcast is not like that. So what we're doing here is telling stories, giving you tips and tricks to help your teen, to help parent your teen, to help your teen manage their anxiety, start building confidence, and the strategy along the way. So there's so many different tools you can use, and we're going to be talking about that in this podcast. There's so many different stories um, that I have from, from coaching kids, from coaching parents of teens, from coaching kids and their parents at the same time together. And so that's the kind of what we're going to be going over in this podcast. So today, I don't have any notes. <laughs> we're just going to go. I knew this was something that I wanted to talk about because the Facebook group that I have that I created is called Helping Your Anxious Teen. And this podcast is called Helping Your Anxious Teen. So we are today, we're just going to get down to how you can help your anxious teen, okay? How they can start to overcome their anxiety. So maybe this is where they're at right now. Their anxiety is in control. Their anxiety is in the driver's seat. And your child and you and maybe the rest of your entire family are just along for the ride. However, your child's anxiety decides to show up that day. So for some of you, it might show up in anger, right? Your kid might be really angry, might be saying things, might be talking back, might be swearing, might be shouting or yelling um, or just being disagreeable all the way around. For some, it looks like isolation, not making friends, not wanting to go to school, not wanting to come out of their room. Um, wanting to just be on video games, wanting to just be on their phones. For some, it might look like other behaviors, like getting into sex and drugs and alcohol and some of the heavier, harder things for teens at this age. And so this is going to apply, what we're talking about today, this is going to apply to your teen no matter how their anxiety shows up for them because it's totally different for all of us. So the first thing that I want to share with you is that most people who experience anxiety, I want you to think about how anxiety feels. It's so hot in here. I've got to take my jacket off. <laughs> how does anxiety feel? When you're feeling anxiety, it doesn't feel very fun, right? It's pretty uncomfortable. It's pretty not fun. Um, for me, I've talked about it in here before. It shows up as like my heart's racing. I feel like I'm going to throw up. My head just feels super foggy and I can't think clearly. Um, and sitting in that feeling is not very fun. So what do most kids do? They do whatever they can to not feel that emotion anymore, right? So they're, I want you to think about what your child is looking to to not feel anxious anymore. 
right? So maybe it's that when they go to school, they know they're going to feel anxious there or they feel anxious even just thinking about going to school. And so what they're doing is choosing not to go to school. What they're doing is choosing not to put themselves in that situation where they're going to feel anxious, right? So when that happens, the anxiety is like having a party in your child's brain (laughs) and your child's not invited to it. Your child just gets to go along for the ride. So anxiety and all of its friends are hopping on this roller coaster and taking your child up and down and all around and your child's just like, I don't know what to do to fix this. So I'm just going to, I guess my anxiety is just going to be in control. I guess it's just taken over for today. Okay. And so what I do is I teach kids and what this podcast is going to help you with is teaching your child how to not let that happen, how to not let anxiety be the one in control. And here's the main thing. Your child is afraid of anxiety. Okay. They're afraid to feel it. They don't like it. So they don't want to feel it. All right. So I'm thinking about my husband. He just got back from paintballing with his coworkers. Um, and I'm thinking it, if you guys have ever been paintballing, think about paintballing as it relates to anxiety. So a child who doesn't, who wants to play paintball, but doesn't want to get hit with paintballs, what are they going to do? As soon as the game starts, they're just going to go find a spot and they're going to go sit and they're going to go hide. And they're going to be like, please don't find me. Please don't find me. Please don't hit me. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. All right. And let's just say the paintballs are like anxiety. So when you get hit with it, it's a dose of anxiety. But what's happening to that child who's just sitting there hiding and being like, please don't hit me. Please don't hit me. Please don't hit me. They're having anxiety about potentially having anxiety. So they're already afraid, already fearing what might happen when they do have anxiety. This might be with your child, right? If they're not going to school, they don't want to have the anxiety that they face at school. So they're going to go ahead and have anxiety about the anxiety that they might be having at school, right? It doesn't make sense, does it? But to your kids and to the human brain, oftentimes it's like, that's the solution, of course. Let's do that. That makes sense. But if you can see it from this perspective, it, it just makes it worse, all right? And I want, I want you to imagine if that child just stood up and was like, let's go. I'm going to go get hit with as many paintballs as possible. I'm going to go get everybody with paintballs. And we're going to have like the best time ever. Let's go. Let's do this. This is what this game is for, okay? That is the way when your child starts to get in control of their anxiety, that is the way they view it, It doesn't mean, oh, that's not going to hurt. Of course, that paintball is going to hurt, right? Or, oh, I'm not going to get hit at all. They're probably going to get hit. It means, okay, I'm ready for it. I'm a human being. I know I'm going to experience anxiety at some point, right? I know I'm going to, but I'm going to stand up. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do it anyways and bring that anxiety on. When it comes, when I get hit with that paintball, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep going or I'm going to go and I'm going to wash it off. They have tools to deal with that anxiety when they get hit with it. And they know that and they're confident in that. And they also know that the anxiety is not going to be fun. It's not like turning it into rainbows and butterflies and be like, yeah, I love anxiety. I love getting hit with it. It's awesome. No, it's like, oh, yeah, 
that's going to maybe suck. That's going to be kind of hard. And I know what that feels like. I also know how to get through that. I'm not going to be afraid of it anymore. So as long as your child is afraid of their anxiety or afraid to experience anxiety, or as long as they're just trying to resist it, avoid it, that's when anxiety just says, hey, I'm in the driver's seat. Buckle up. Let's go. I don't know where I'm going today, but you're, you get to be along for the ride. And that's absolutely not going to help your child. That's absolutely not a comfortable place for your kid to be. So where, where do we want them to be? Um, here's another story is imagine if I want you to think about kids who are in sports or kids who are doing music or kids who are um, going to the gym and wanting to get stronger, right? When I was a, a soccer player back in the day, I knew that when I was getting my clothes on, getting my shin guards on and my socks and my shoes, I knew that I was going to be running. I knew that I was going to be working. I knew that I was headed into two hours of pushing myself and trying to get better. Like I, I knew that, right? And I still put my shin guards on. I still got ready every single day and I still went and did that even though it was hard. All right. Why did I do that? Because I wanted the result. The result was I got to be on this awesome team with all of my friends. I got to play on the soccer team. I got to do something that I loved even though the path getting there was hard. So This has everything to do with getting our kids comfortable with being uncomfortable. I was pretty dang comfortable getting myself ready for soccer and going into my soccer practice. I was comfortable with doing that because I had done it so much and because the result was so worth it. So what we need to do is show your kids how the result is actually worth it. And the result that they get is that they get to be in control, is that their anxiety is not such a big deal anymore. And when that happens, that's when they start seeing less and less anxiety. So the idea of getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, this is everything to do with being a human being, all right? As humans, we experience all of the emotions, every single one of them. We experience being sad. We experience being mad. I experienced that this morning with my kids, right? And what if every single time I got frustrated with my kids, I was like beating myself up about it or I was afraid of it, right? That would make me feel pretty crappy as a mom if every single time I did that. Instead, I have other tools to deal with getting frustrated, so that it so that when i'm frustrated it's not as big of a deal as it could be instead of just deciding oh this is this is part of my life where i'm going to feel frustrated and it doesn't mean so much so i hope you can see how there's a difference between being uncomfortable because you're having anxiety and being uncomfortable 
and even more uncomfortable because you're having anxiety and you're afraid of that anxiety. So what we're going to choose is the first one where we're uncomfortable, we're having anxiety, and it doesn't mean that anything's gone wrong. It doesn't mean that something bad is happening right now. It doesn't mean that something is wrong with you or wrong with your child right now. It means that your child is experiencing the part of life where anxiety is coming into their life. All right. And some of you might be thinking, okay, well, that's just like enabling the anxiety. And what I want to tell you right now, and what I want you to hold on to if you can, is that when you're not allowing anxiety to be there, when you're trying to push it away, when you're trying to resist it, when you're trying to avoid it, that is where, and I hope you can see examples in your life of where that's where the anxiety gets bigger, gets even worse. Just like hiding in the corner when you're playing paintball, you're not able to enjoy the game, right? It's a game that you get into, and this is exactly how life is. It's a game that we that we got into knowing that we were going to have these uncomfortable times. And what the world likes to tell us is that we shouldn't be having these times, and that if 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 we have these uncomfortable times, that something is wrong. But I want you to look at your life or anybody around you who has success, who's find, who has found success, whether it's in a relationship, success with money, success with school, success with sports, success with all of the things. And what has that person done? They were willing to put themselves in a place where they were going to be uncomfortable, right? They were willing to put themselves in a place where they knew that it w- it's going to be uncomfortable. There's going to be some discomfort in pursuing a medical degree. There's going to be some discomfort in pursuing a bodybuilding, <laughs> like in pursuing a body that is good enough to be a bodybuilder, of course. There's going to be some discomfort, here's a good one, in becoming a mom. We get that right away, right? As soon as we hit that morning sickness, there's discomfort in that. Having a, for me, you guys, not for everybody, having a body, a baby inside of my body growing is uncomfortable. Giving birth is uncomfortable and a lot of things along the way. And it's also so worth it, right? Having that little baby, having sleepless nights, so worth it, right? So, I have four kids. Obviously, I decided that it was worth it to do four times. (laughs) So think about all the people in your life who were willing to put themselves in an uncomfortable place. And what I'm finding right now with a lot of kids is that they don't want to put themselves in an uncomfortable place. And so they're not willing to play this game called life. They're like, nope, I opt out. It's so much more comfortable over here on my phone. It's so much more comfortable over here on my video games. It's so much more comfortable with <laughs> with my chips and my candy laying in my bed. That's so much more comfortable. It's so much more comfortable sitting at home, not going out there and making friends. And here's the tricky part is that's what their brain's telling them. So they believe it, right? It's so much more comfortable. But when you look at your child, are they in a place where they're comfortable? Like, are they really comfortable there? When I think about comfortable, I think about um, I went on a girl's trip last year to an all-inclusive resort in Cancun. 
It was pretty ritzy, right? We had all the food that we wanted. We were sitting down. We were enjoying the beach. We didn't have any kids. We didn't have our husbands. It was just us girls. That's what I feel like is comfortable. And if you're looking at your child right now and their brain's telling them we're choosing something comfortable, but are they really? And this is such a tricky place because they believe it. They believe that they're choosing a better thing over a worse thing. And so what we need to show kids, and this is what I teach kids, is how what you're doing right now is actually worse than being willing to go through that discomfort, that initial discomfort. Because I promise you what's on the other side of being willing to feel your anxiety, of being willing to sit in that discomfort of your anxiety, what's on the other side is so much better. There's a whole life on the other side there. And when you're sitting here in the anxiety, being so afraid of what that anxiety is doing to you or what it could potentially do to you, they're missing out so much on the rest of life. They're missing out on what could be. So, the takeaway from today is if you want to start overcoming your anxiety, stop being afraid of it. I like to think of it as like our little buddy, our little friend, our little annoying friend that we don't really like to come over. But he comes over anyways because he's family. Maybe he's like the annoying cousin. <laughs> he comes over. And as long as we hate that cousin and we don't like him, but he keeps coming over, we're not stopping him from coming over. We're just not liking him every single time. Whose life are we making miserable? Ours. But if that cousin comes over and we're like, all right, do your thing, whatever, play video games, go through all my cupboards, eat all my food. Okay, fine. We'll see ya. I know you're not going to be here for the whole entire day. We'll see you tomorrow. I know you're going to be here for like 30 minutes. <laughs> Two hours, right? How much better does that feel than just resisting and hating it the whole entire time that that cousin is over? So that's what we're talking about. That is the first step to overcoming anxiety. Right here. You heard it right here, guys. Okay? (laughs) Right here. If that's something you can practice, it doesn't mean you're going to feel great. It doesn't mean you're going to feel good. It does mean you're going to sit in the anxiety Feel the discomfort and tell yourself it's okay. This is part of it. This is it right here. 